Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. Welcome to Man and the Mayor. I am your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, along with our fantastical co-host this evening, who has had a very long day, Michelle Johnson. Welcome back, and we're glad you made it, Michelle. Hello? Okay, uh, she'll, you know, she is on air, but maybe she can't hear us as of yet. But again, welcome to Man in the Mirror, and tonight we are just... Can you hear me? I'm ex- Oh, I can hear you now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but we can hear you now. Welcome back to the, sh- the show, Michelle. Uh, thank you. All right, all right, all right. And tonight we are have a discussion about a however kind of God. As we, you know, as we travel through life, many things start to happen to us, and sometimes it's beyond our control. What do you do then? But again, before we get started, we're going to open up in prayer. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for our lying down last night. Lord, thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a morning we've never seen before. Lord, thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways. Lord, thank you, Lord, for love. Thank you, Lord, for grace. Thank you, Lord, for mercy. Lord, thank you, Lord, for being that however kind of God in all our lives. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for tonight's show, Lord, for the shows we've had before tonight, Lord, and the shows after. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for our listeners, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for those who just passed ashore around, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for all the support that you have had in our lives and are going to continue. Continue to bless man and mayor ministry as Lord as we just, you know, give you all praise and honor and glory. And we just ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Um, if you're coming on, if you know someone, pass it on. Call, you can call in at now. 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and if you're on press the, if you have any questions or comments press the number one and you will be put in our queue and uh, we've been having and we have to fix that having issues with the chat room but we will work on getting that taken care of. I probably just have to call the back office and let them, you know, see what the issue is. But we'll definitely get that because I like to, you know, for the rest of this year, get the discussions up where we can actually have people in the chat room this show. But about tonight's show, a few episodes ago, we interviewed Miss Diane Harris, who has such a great testimony. She had a dynamite testimony, as I said, and as I read her bio, I came across the word, however. I looked the definition of the word up, and this is what it said. Used to introduce a statement that contrasts with or seems to contradict something that has been said previously. When I read it, I said, that word really stood out. So I said, Okay. Because it's saying that whatever is going on at that moment, something can come along and contradict what was said and change it. Wow, that's how wonderful God is, Michelle. 
whatever is going on in our life, he can come over and change this, the script and put in the however, and that will change everything. Have you ever been in a situation and people have given up on you, but at the right time, your however came and changed the whole course of things? So, again, we are discussing a however kind of God. Let me read you that bio because we all have something similar to that. No, it was, a, you know, you know, we were talking about um, Minister Diane. She's a minister now. Minister Diane um, Harris, she said, you know, reared in a devout Christian household with two parents and served as an served as ordained minister. Diane Harris knew of the Lord of a young age. Each Sunday was spent in church from the morning service until evening service. During early adulthood, Diane strayed from the foundation. She was raised in. So you see, they were talking about, she said that once and she strayed away. However, she never parted. The Lord has seen her through many trials and tribulations. So, excuse me, when we have something like that, when we see something like that, when we hear something like that, that is a, um, that's almost like a contradiction. It's like, okay, yeah, that happened, but however, God was still in the working business of what was going on. So you see, I now I'm going to give you the definition of however. That was the definition, and um, it's a change. It's a change. We'll look at the definition again. If I read the definition, uh, let's see. used to introduce a statement that contrasts, so something contrasts. There are going to be things that contrast in our lives, Michelle, things that go on. But, you know, God is always in the working business. God is always behind the scenes. You know, he's almost like the director and, uh, you know, the producer and the director. And we are in this, this movie of life that many times the script is changing. And people don't think that, you know, people have written you off. People have said, oh, they're not going to amount to anything. They they write us off with the quickness because they can't see that the scriptwriter has a chance to change. The almighty scriptwriter has a change, has a chance to rewrite the script, change the script to make it come out better. Any questions or comments so far in the show? Amen. I'm just listening. It sounds good to me. Keep on going. Okay. Um, also, I actually looked up how many times has the word, and I said, we, there's so many words in the Bible. I actually did a little research, and I wanted to look up some scriptures that say, that use the word however. And one is in 1 Corinthians 2.9, and this is the New International Version, NIV. However, contrast, contradiction, as it is written. So we're talking about what was written in the word. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. So many times things are going on in our life. He said, okay, however, whatever was going on at that moment, 
However, we're going to contradict what, what was written at that time, and we're going to say what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love them. And if we look, I'm going to look that up because it's always good to look up before the verse and after the verse because many times as we go through Scripture, I was taught a long time ago that, you know, when you read something, always read before and after that. So that's 1 Corinthians 2, verses, I mean, 1 Corinthians 2, 9. So if we go there. God's wisdom revealed by the Spirit, which is a title starting at verse 6. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of the age of the rulers of the age who are coming to nothing. Nor do we declare God's wisdom a mystery hidden and that God destined destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, but if they had, they would have not crucified the Lord our God, the Lord of glory. Okay, I'll read that again. Now, this is where the however comes in. It says in verse 8, none of the rulers of the age understood it. For if they had, and we're talking about the law, they would have not have crucified the Lord of glory. So because they thought that was the end, that was the end. But however, as it is written, we go back to the old scriptures, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. These are things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So at the time, they were talking about scriptures, you know, God's wisdom being revealed. But some of them didn't understand it. You know, they thought, you know, no rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, he's saying, okay, if you understood what was going on, you wouldn't have done what you have done. But, however, as it is written, he said again, no eye has seen what no ear has heard. And what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. And then verse 10, these things are the things of God who revealed to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things. So that, however, is important because, okay, yeah, y'all didn't understand because of, you know, if y'all did, y'all wouldn't have done what y'all done. But however... Okay, so that was one one scripture. Now another is Ephesians four twenty. Uh now we're gonna skip that one. We'll go to Philippians three seven. And you can look that up in your Bible because not on just online, but I wanna make sure I have Ephesians, Philippians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and that's Philippians 3, 7, which says, okay, we're not acting right right now, 
Okay, this isn't acting right, but that's okay, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize. All right, but anyway, Philippians 3 7 says whatever, but it says, if I'm in the right book, it says, but whatever were gains to me, I consider loss for the sake of Christ. And that is not the verse I was looking for. But um, 1 Corinthians 2, 69, yes, we did that one. Having a few technical difficulties on the internet right now, but that's okay. I will look at look that up again. But again, it's it's whatever is going on in our life as that script is being written. You know, we're going through. People are saying things. Things are being done. What do we do? You know, we can mope along. We can go crazy. Um. You know, we can move along, we can go crazy, or we can, you know, you know, open up our Bible, read our scriptures, pray, and talk to God. Pray and talk to God and let him take care of it because he is the one that will be able to take and do everything. He is the one that will do it. Uh, Okay, we're having a little technical difficulties, but we will definitely be with you guys. I don't know what's going on, but... um, Getting back on talking to you. Well, well, why are you why are you trying on? to figure that out? Why are you trying to figure that out? Yeah, my internet so? went down. My internet went out in this room, so I have to. I'm working on it. So That's not, I'm getting can back. You hear me? I couldn't see y'all. Can you hear me? I can hear can you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was saying while you're doing doing that, um, I want I did want to say something. So oh, I, oh, I now you want to say something, but go ahead. But go ahead. Are we we still are we still on the show? Yeah, we still on. I I just had to look oh, okay. at my internet okay. went down and this room that All right, Mr. Hezekiah, get yourself together over there. Go. <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to say Oh now I'm back up. That say what I'm gonna say. You keep interrupting me. Go ahead, I was just saying I'm back up. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. That was you. I didn't go down. But um, yeah, my internet went down on this down up in this room. Okay, so what I was going to say was that we just when when we look at Christ and look at everything um, that He went through, that He did, that God sent Him to do for us. You know, that that's the biggest however that there is because, you know, the word of God tells us that the wages of sin is death. And we know <laughs> that we have a sinful nature. So, you know, that tells us that we should die. You know, all of us, it should be our reward for, for some of the things that we do. 
and uh, the word says, "Be angry, but sin not." And you know, we we are angry, and then we sin anyway because we we do some things we shouldn't do. So you know, in the word, it tells us these things that we do, and or we mm-hmm. or things that we shouldn't shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, we we can be forgiven. We can we can repent. We can now have that relationship with God that we couldn't have had if Christ hadn't have done what He did. And so, you know, even though the wages of sin is death, however, we have a Savior that has gone um, and given His life for us, so that our reward of sin is taken away and we're washed clean and we can have a right relationship with God. And, you know, we have some things in the Bible that it directs us to do, like be angry, but sin not. And even though we don't always make the mark, however, we have a a way that we have been given to come back into line, come back into place with God and back into that relationship with him. Um, so, you know, those those things are built into what Christ has done for us. And so it, it's, mm-hmm. all, it's a lot of however that we're having because, you know, we could have been involved in so many things. We could have not wo- woken up today. We could have, you know, died today. Like anything could have happened. But, you know, God has everything in control. Amen. Amen. You're, you're correct with that because, again, like you said, the way this sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You know, we can go back to John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But the however part, uh, to that is the next verse which says God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might have life because a lot of people everybody quotes John 3.16 you have that, that is one of the verses for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son okay yeah yes there's a lot more scriptures to that you say you um, quoted you know for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life to Christ Jesus uh, Lord and Savior, but again, verse 17 says that God did not send his son. However, he gave us a way out. You know, that's the however in that one. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, cause, but that the world through him might be saved. Because they could, condemnation comes from everybody all day long. We are condemned all day, every day. You're condemned just for living. You know, because Satan is on our heel, heels all the time. He is trying to condemn us to damnation every day, all day long, 24-7. Um, so, you know, even when um, Jesus was in the, in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and fasted, and, you know, me, myself, after 40 days, you know, I, you know, 40 days of fasting, I know I'm weaker than dishwater, as my old pastor used to say. But, um Jesus was strong enough to quote scripture because he said, however, man shall not live by bread alone, but proceeded out of everybody. You know, man shall not live by bread alone, 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 
but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So he had to use scripture on Satan because Satan even came to tempt, you know, Jesus. So we can't say as always, you know, Jesus was never tempted. Yes, he was. He was tempted just like us to prove the point that he was also God and also man, you know. So, you know, so he was tempted. He went there. He went strong. Because many of us, if you're hungry, you you probably almost give up your mother or your father just for some bread or food. You know, we even know between um, Jacob and Esau gave up a birthright for, you know, some lentil, a bowl of lentil. So, you know, when we're hungry for food, you know, we, you know, when we're hungry, people really don't know what they do. But even in that story of Jacob and Esau, there was a however. It didn't come, you know, right away, but there was a however, you know. So in any story, when we look at it, the turnaround comes in is what, what action happened as the story goes along. Sometimes we just stop at the story and say, oh, you know, when we're watching those movies on TV, and we think it's the end, but the plot thickens and the plot changes because all of a sudden that however part comes in, oh, okay, it didn't end there. It changes all around. Something happens that, you know, shows you that, no, the story's not over yet. Just like, you know, I read Ms. Diane Hatt, Minister Diane Hatt, her story. Her story, yeah, it was a crazy beginning because a lot of us were born and raised up in church. But, you know, that was just, the church around us, but the church wasn't in us. So if you're just, you know, the church is just around you, yeah, we stray, but those seeds were planted. So when it was time, however, when it was time for those seeds to germinate, for God to start the watering and, you know, the sun shining up on those seeds, and then those seeds start to break its way through the soil, dirt, and rocks and come. Then the story continues. I say I can see Satan now and trying to, you know, send all kind of weeds and stuff to, you know, try to strangle, strangle, you know, a, a flower like that. But what is if it's in God's design for a person to break through to get to where they need to be, there, however, is the best, however. Because as they're breaking through, as they're going through, they become a different person. A lot of us, as Michelle said, have that story. You know, you know. again, as I mentioned, Jacob and Esau, you know, for food, starving, I'm hungry, gave up the birthright. Definitely have to be, we definitely have to, no, let me back up. Let me back up. That was, I want to make sure I don't say it, Cain and Abel. I think that was Cain and Abel. Abel, birth. Right. Yep, Cain and Abel. Okay, so, yeah, we all go through different stories, different things about what's going on in our life. But it's not always going to, it, it will change because, you know, my book, you know, uh, Rediscovering Kai, it was a change. Satan tries to pull us down, 
but there's always going to be a change, you know, you know, so don't ever give up. We don't want you, you know, whatever you're going through, your however is going to be part of that as well. Because, again, you know, we want you guys to come on, tell us. Many people go through stuff every day, even in today's society. Many people are going through. And we're about to go on break. Um, I just want you guys to just, you know, continue to be encouraged as we're doing this show, you know, as we talk more about a however kind of God. Because it's very important that we don't give up. We don't, we know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and that you know that hey, regardless of what's going on, however, I'm going to hang on. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to hang on. Um, you're listening live with the Man in the Mirror with your host Ezekiel L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. You can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine. Two two seven one, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. Um, these shows, you know, we have a half hour left, but we get ready to go on our break. These shows are on demand. You, you know, you can pull them up, listen to it, pass it on to your friends so they can, you know, get a little, you know, pop a little knowledge on them because we want people to spread the news about man in the mirror because, you know, we're going to have some bigger and better things coming. You know, God has been good to us. We're working on our third season, if I'm correct, third year. You know, we started, oh, no, we started in 2000. I'm lost. I can tell. I have to look it up. But we started several years ago, so we're working on our third year. If I'm correct, 2015. If I am correct, but we are we you know October 2015. We're working on our third year, and God has been good to us. You know, this is our 162nd yeah. episode, and we're gonna have we you know we're gonna have our um, once we reach 200, we'll have a 200 episode you know anniversary. Just just to you know that'll be a milestone. So you guys got to hang along with us because we're having a good time, you know, talking about, you know, our, it could be a, but we can say our or your or my, however kind of, kind of God. A few notes from our supporters, Music Instructor for Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, Please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us at our new and approved website at www.mefileinc.org. And that's thank you from Music Instructions for All Learners. And another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. Um, We're going to now take a break. We'll be back shortly. Um, And this is a song that actually is going to help us all. It's a little lengthy, but it's a song that just tells us about, you know, what's going on in our life and how something happens when we actually call on that name. 
because anytime you sing about Jesus, how many of you know there's something about that name? There's, there's something about that name. I want you to listen to it. Let's let the Lord bless us in this song.
um, things start to happen to us, something happens to us, and, you know, people sometimes, you know, write us off. They're never going to amount to anything, or this thing is really going to take them down. But we have a script writer who is always writing a script, and the best script that he's always written was the Holy Bible. So he has a tendency of changing things, you know, when he knows it's going to, you know, without letting us be the ones to go down. He has a tendency, and I'm talking about our God, God, our mighty Father. You know, he is the biggest daddy around. We, You know, we have our parents. Yeah, you know, and our children have us. But, you know, God is the biggest father around. Sometimes our father has a tendency to flip the script or change the script to a way where it is going to work out for our betterment. You know, when they've written us off, God says, however, you know, he'll have a ram in a bush. Well, we know that bill needs to be paid. And we're going crazy right now trying to get the bills paid. However, God sees us. You know, many times we don't think that he knows what's going on in our lives, but he sees and knows everything. He's with us 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days until the day we go meet meet him when, it's our, when our time ends, and it will end. Many of us think we're here forever. When our time ends, then we'll be up there forever with him. And all these things that we are, you know, as we transition, all those things that we are going on, have been going on down here, you just have an everlasting party, just singing glory. So Hosanna is up to our mighty Father in heaven. But again, you know, we are telling you, if you want to call in, call in. If you have any comments, you know, please comment because we value your comments, but I did want to back up and make sure I correct what I was right the first time. But many times Satan tries to make you think that you are wrong. Um, and the book of Genesis speaks of the relationship between Jacob and Esau, focusing on Esau's loss of his birthright to Jacob. So I was right, Jacob and Esau. And the con- conflict that spawned between their descended nations because of Jacob's deception of, of their aged and blind father Isaac in order to receive Esau's birthright slash blessing from Isaac. So, yeah, but they, they too had a however because it just didn't end at that instant. Things are going to happen. We have fallouts with our family daily. We have fallouts with our brothers and sisters. We have fallouts, <clears throat> excuse me, with our, you know, neighbors. And, our, you know, we have fallouts. Things happen in our lives, but it's up to us. Are we going to let it stay there, or are we going to have that change? Is something going to come in and fix that? Because, you know, as we talked about in um, Bible study last night with um, Pastor Erica Stanley, you know, love has to conquer everything. So regardless of what we go through, are we going to continue to show love? You know, you know love has to be the means all to everything. You know, we may not like it. We may be grinding our teeth and be upset because I've been there. I know, you know, I know know what it's like when, you know, you may be mad, but we have to get over it because, you know, when we have a God that does things for us, how are we not going to let someone else, okay, you may have done this, but however, I have to continue to show love. I have to continue to show love because if I want my Heavenly Father to love me, I have to continue to show love towards you. 
because I ain't, you know, I no spring chicken. I'm not no, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not no saint. So, you know, we have to realize that, you know, we have to show love regardless. Um, comments or questions, Michelle? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, um, you know, the word it tell it tells us because I was thinking about you talking about the love, and so, you know, the love covers the multitude of sins. So when we, when we show love, it can do so much. It has uh, such a great power, and that's why. It's mentioned in the Bible like it like it is, you know, the word tells us that God is love. So with all that in mind, you know, when we are looking at this, you know, how God is a however God, we are able to do some things that despite the fact that, you know, we may be affected by some things, despite the fact that things may not going be going right with us, with our with our job, with our lives, you know, our relationships. We go through trials and tribulations all day, every day. You know, it's always going to be something going on. But thank God for the knowledge that because of the love that he's directed us to have for him and because and for our neighbors and for the love that he has for us, we are we are able to forgive. We are able to look past, you know, the sin that may have been, you know, carried out against us and things carried out against us. We're able to look past that through those eyeglasses of love. We're able to see differently if we are really walking in the spirit and able to do that. And it's difficult and the only reason it's difficult is because there's always a war going on in each of us, you know, whether you want to call it good and evil, whatever you want to, however you want to term it. But there is a war going on against the flesh and the spirit, which is the flesh is just our natural selves and the spirit is that higher um, frame or level of mind that we're supposed to be in now that we know God for ourselves. And so, you know, we just have to hold on to that fact because it gets difficult sometimes and we lose sight because we begin to worry, we begin to doubt, and we begin to, you know, get angry at some things. But God has provided his love for us, and then he's also provided a way for us to be blessed and provide that love to another person. So. I just I just think that, you know, that's like the backbone of of everything that we're talking about and really the Bible makes it abundantly clear that really it is, you know, the backbone of everything that, that love, you know, it's the greatest it's the greatest of of, of um the the list of things in the word of God. I'm I'm actually finding that scripture. Um, so I can quote it, you know, correctly. But, you know, we can have all of these, you know, fruits of the Spirit, all these characteristics, but the Word tells us that the greatest is the love because it does so much. Mm 
Amen, amen, amen. And while she's looking that up, you're really you're looking listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson as we are discussing a however kind of God. You can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror and um. You ready, Michelle? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read this because cause the whole, this really this whole chapter is just a blessing, you know, to your soul. But um, there's the part that I was talking about. And, of course, part of this scripture is like one of my favorite scriptures because this, this, this is the love chapter um, in the word of God. So it's First Corinthians 13. And and it says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. And this is my this is my favorite part here. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustices injustice, but rejoice when the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. And when I grew, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. That's those love glasses. There you go. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Amen, amen, amen. So basically what you're saying is that throughout of this, regardless of what we're going through, however, it you know, what it looks like, the greatest of everything is love. Amen. You know, we have to show love, you know, 
we may do a Valentine's or after Valentine's, post Valentine's show. But everyone, you know, around when Valentine's come up, which is next week, everybody wants to do that chocolate candy and everything just to show love. But the greatest thing that Christ did was when he laid his life down. Now, what is that verse? Greater life has no man than if he would lay his life down for a friend. Amen. Uh, greater love, greater love, John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend, and that is the greatest thing that can ever happen. If you know, regardless of what goes on, however it looks, that Christ loved us so much. You know, people say, I got your back. I got your back. Soon as, tr- soon as trouble comes up, where they at, Michelle? Amen. You know, soon as trouble comes up, they wait. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I, I, I joke about it. Somebody say, I got your back. Yeah, I got your back way back. But some people are real about, real about that. You know, if I got your back, God got your back, he's going to be there. A friend. That's a real friend. They're about to lay their life that they say, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be your ride or die. I'm going to be there. We're going to be there. That's a friend. What is your ride or die for? Who's your ride or die friend? Who's going to stick with you back to back regardless of what's going on? We're going to get through this. And that scripture, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one life for one's friend. John fifteen thirteen. That's the greatest thing that mm-hmm. anybody could do. That is the greatest thing that anyone can do. They may say, I got you, and then when, when, when you're trying to text them, when you're trying to call them, they know where to be found. Or they say they're going to be there. You know, your real friends will say, you, I got you, I'm going to be there. You ain't even got to call or text them, they're going to be there. Sometimes they get on your nerve, but guess what? You know that they're going to be there. Y'all get on each other's nerves, but you know what? You know you're going to be there. They don't care because that's real friendship. That's real love. And Christ showed that love is when he went to the cross and died for us. Regardless, however, whatever we go through, he said, I got you. I died for that. Paid in full. Now, how many times, you know, People have, you know, done stuff for us or owed us money. And, you know, can we go to them and say, okay, pay them for it. Don't even worry about it. You know, because Christ has done so much for us, we ain't got to worry about it. You know, because Christ has done and continued to do for us that, you know, there comes a time that we say, you know what, God's got it. And so, you know, we're winding down. We have the last uh, I'm lost. I'm so lost. I apologize. Because things have things have gotten okay, what time do you have, Michelle? Hello? Hello? 
Okay, we actually have approximately seven minutes left in the show. Um, and I want to give Michelle and you see if Michelle has any last comments. Hey, man. I, you know, I just need her. I'm okay. sorry, go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, I just think that if we really if we really do lean into that love that, you know, Christ has not only given us, that God hasn't only given us, but he, he's given it to us so that we can give it to others. Um, that's one of the gifts of his, that that ability to have love for our neighbor because we learned how much he loved us. He showed us true love because the, the love that we have in mind and the love that, that, is the human's idea of love is very you you having a lot of static and stuff in the phone, um, Hezekiah. Go ahead. I don't know if you I don't know if you're scraping something or something's going on, but it's a lot of noise in the background. But um yeah, so we you know, he gave us that gift of love and so we can have love for our neighbor and love for our family, love for our, love for our friends. Um, in a in a way that we could never have without knowing God, because He's been the greatest example. And you were talking about, you know, laying down your life. You know, yes. How many of us are going that far? That you know, if that if that's what needed to happen, that's how much we love and care about our family, our friends, and our neighbors. And I think we were talking about this in a prior show, but I was explaining that. You know, in the in the um, sense of what the Bible is talking about, your neighbor is global. It's it's the the person next door to you, literally, and it's the person next door to you in another country. So you know, your neighbor is everybody else who is not you, your family, you know, and your friends, all the rest of your neighbors. So you know, that's a that's a a, a tall order. But, you know, I I thank God for the fact that, you know, we're up to it. And we can all be up to it. We all have the ability to do it. We all can do it. It's not as difficult, you know, as we think if we just, you know, let that that doubt, fear, and everything else that settles in with us go and really walk in the spirit and walk in that spirit of kindness and meekness and chill, you know, and you'll start to experience joy from that and know that this however however God I love that is is really, really true and important because that is exactly how Christ has operated, you know when he was walking the earth and even you know, even now because he's telling us despite what we've been through, what we've gone through if we've accepted him and confessed, you know, that we know what how he, you know, came and died for us and rose up again, then we can say, I, I have sinned, however, God has made a way and I'm blessed and I'm kept and, and you know, I will receive those gifts that God has for me. So thank God for the um, topic this evening. Good. Amen. Amen. We're winding down to our last three minutes, and that was good. 
Um, I'd like to thank all of you who have listened in on to our however kind of God because he is an a he is a and or whatever way you want to look at he is a however kind of God. Um, if you have any questions um, on you know on this topic, you know information will be in our event page. Um, and we just thank you because it was a good night. I enjoyed the topic. I enjoyed the discussion. Um, and I and I pray that you guys have learned something from tonight's show because you know when we're down, when you're going through, when you don't understand, when you you know you're trying to figure out what's going on, when you think, oh no, this is the end. It's not the end because you gotta realize, however, whatever whatever way it looks like. We have a however God. He's going to be there. You know, you just have to have the faith the size of a mustard seed. And we've done a show, a mustard seed faith, the faith the size of a mustard seed, where you can tell this mountain to be removed and it will be removed. That's what type of God, kind of God that we have. And with that said, you know, we, we love you guys. We want you guys to continue to listen, pass it on. Um, this is Hezekiah Montgomery. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.